Uh, we're joined by Laurie McKenna. How are you, Laurie? I'm good, boys. How you doing? Good, good. Very good. Now, it's been a while since I've seen you around these traps. Um, we're going to be coming up there and invading your stadium. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it because, um, you know, if the rivalry over the last 12 years has been great and obviously the first five years I was a big part of that and um, it was real emotional times. It was a bit of a roller coaster at times and, you know, it was that derby atmosphere was something special and over the last few years, I think it's actually fell away. Um, I think it's quite tame now. You know, derbies are renowned for tackles and the hatred that used to be there. And to be fair, it's not been like that. Um, and it would be great if we can re-engage that and get that rivalry between Newcastle and the coast again. And if I can help that in any way, I'll, I'll be glad to assist. Do you think that has something to do with the A-League being so small and all the players knowing each other? Uh, on the park a little bit, but they're always rivalry. And the big thing is the will to win. You know, in you know, fifty-fifty tackles, whether it's a, a derby game or, or just a normal game, you still want to win that ball. But I think I, I don't think because you go to Scotland, they play each other four times, and they, you know they still kick each other. Um, I think it's the fans. It's driven by the fans. I think, and if the fans the the passionate ones who get behind it, they can they can make it special. And, and over the years, we had some very special times um, from both sides. You know, obviously, Newcastle won the grand final 2008 and disappointed our fans. No, our fans. It was our fans, but the um, the Marmers fans um, for, for beating us 1-0. You can say they're our so, fans, though. Uh, we know. <laughs> um, what do you think about... Obviously, with the introduction of Western Sydney and Melbourne City as well, do you think that uh, the game's sort of been knocked down the pecking order a bit? And sort of, do you think that FFA sort of act like they don't really care about it anymore? I think, I think in the national game, probably FFA, yeah, because you can get sixty thousand people in the Sydney Derby, forty thousand plus in Melbourne, but I don't think that matters because you. And they might have lost focus in the F3, I still call it the F3 derby, but for the fans of Newcastle and, and the Marmers, I think it can still be the derby. It can still be our derby, the main derby. We we can make it what we want. And if we if we start getting back to getting big crowds, and I think the initiative of the Marmers and the Jets, which was before, before I came on board with the Jets, about full members and being able to go and free at the opposition's ground, I think that's a fantastic thing. And um, if that helps generate the crowd, and obviously if we can get up 10, 12,000 people um, crowd for the weekend, it'll, it'll be a great buzz in the place. Because I know at Blue Tongue or Central Coast Stadium, when you used to get around about that 10,000 mark, that was, that was the crowd that generated a special atmosphere there. And um, it would be great if we can get up to with over 11 for the Sydney FC game. If we can get 11 or 12 for the Derby game, we are big travelling support for the Marmers. I think we can make that Derby game special again. Yeah, definitely, Laurie. It's Sean here, and um, uh, this is really important, isn't it, for both clubs? We um, uh, we, we bring this Derby back to back to life. Um, then it means so much for the long term because our our time slot will be better because we'll be able to go back to Fox and FFA and push harder to get uh, to get the right time slot in the draw, um, and also the oh, broadcast will go up. So many of the fans up here, Sean, say, oh, we've got too many Sunday games. We know we've got too many Sunday games, but until we're creating bigger TV audiences or 
getting bigger crowds. We can't do nothing about it. You know, we we just have to take what we're given. And both clubs, I know from both sides, the clubs have been battling for the Saturday nights and the Sunday, uh, the Friday night games. But FFA just look at the figures, and, and that's what we're given. And TV dictates so much of what happens. But I think personally, I think between the two clubs, we can start trying to generate that between the fans, the players. And let's make it a spectacle again that people want to watch on TV. People want to come to the game, enjoy the atmosphere, the banter. And, and you know, Hutch, Hutch was a great one for years because the Newcastle fans love to hate Hutch and the Manors fans hated Joe Griffiths, you know. And there were these rivalries over the year that probably started when Nick Merger broke Andrew Durante's leg in the first derby game in the World Club qualifying competition in... Um, I think it was May 2005, you know, on the halfway line, you know, it was a bad tackle, it was a late tackle, but um, I started igniting that kind of hatred. Um, a big talking point here at the moment, obviously, is games being moved, uh, especially after the weekend's game. Um, and also this year, you guys are moving a game up to Coffs Harbour. Um, from your viewpoint, I guess, what's the reasoning for the Jets sort of moving that game because I guess sort of in a weird way both clubs are in the same sort of boat where um, they both probably need bigger home crowds and they're sort of both smaller clubs and maybe need to move games for certain reasons. Yeah, but the FFA had made the FFA were running the club when the decision was made. We never knew it was going to be Melbourne City and the Tim Cahill show. So we never knew that. Um, it was penciled in for late in the holidays Northern New South Wales were a big factor in that as well because of the amount of players who play football up there. As when the draw came out, it couldn't have been any worse because Tim Cahill, he's not going to play a game at um, Hunter Stadium at McDonald Jones Stadium because he's, we only play them once at home and it's, it's going to be in Coffs Harbour. So the circumstances couldn't have been any worse for us, you know, but we have to, we have to just make do. We've had a few fans who are upset about it, but I think they understand now that when you go through the how it was all picked, how it all came about, and it wasn't the club wanted to play one game as the Mariners have over the years. They played in Canberra before. Um, you know, it's a financial. I spoke to Sean briefly the other day, and a game with Wellington's probably the lowest drawn at home. You, you lose a lot of money on that game, so taking games like that away, you can actually maybe generate some cash for the club and. The fans sometimes don't look at the business side of things, why decisions are made, but I don't think playing one one, one game away from home does any harm. And the only thing for us is Tim Cahill is not going to play in Newcastle, so we've got a lot of fans who are upset because of that. That's right, they can come to the New Year's Eve match just down the road, they can come and see him here, that'll be right. I'll be honest, I don't think I he'll come anyway. He won't, he won't come to that well, one either. I'll be, down. I'll be down to that one, Sean, I'll be coming down with the grandkids, don't worry about that. Yeah, that's right, and I know the grandkids will be wearing Mariners jerseys, mate, so that's all good. They'll they'll definitely be wearing Marlins jerseys because they're still Marlins fans. But the deal's been done that when they come to the Jets game, they'll wear Jets gear, and when they come to the Derby game, it'll be split up the middle. Um, but they'll not be coming this weekend because they've just went on a cruise. So, um, but they've they've stayed loyal to the Marlins, which I totally respect because they've been brought up with the Marlins and the Marlins fans and. They'll stick by the club, but obviously they're going to support me as well. That's right. My uh, my oldest boy's still a bloody Wanderers fan, so <laughs> <laughs> we need to we need, need to work that out. Um, so moving forward to this week's game, how do you how do you see it going? Yeah, no, we started off the season well. You know, the first three games was good. Um, 
them kind of Sydney. Sydney's a good team. They were they were too strong for us in the day, and we we missed some crucial chances at crucial times. And you watch Sydney even at the weekend against Perth, they're clinical. And we went down to Melbourne last week against Melbourne City, and we've missed an open goal after three minutes, which can totally change the game. So we've had five, and I'm not using this as an excuse, but a five centre half. We've lost every one of them, so you can't put money on that. Getting a bet like that to would your five centre has be injured? Well, we've lost five of them. So we're playing young Johnny for Adelaide, who's 18, and we've signed Ian Fife. So, uh, well, he was an Adelaide, ex-Adelaide United, and Sydney FC player. He's he's going to bring a bit of experience in. Um, but as Sean knows, when you're outside the transfer window, it's very hard to get players in who are out of contract when the window closes. So so we'll, the boys trained really well today. I was out there today with the owners here at the moment, Martin Lee, so we went to went to training and um, the boys the boys are looking you know I wouldn't say they're that derby tension yet but um, the, the boys were certainly on their toes and obviously you guys down at Canberra weekend I read reports weren't happy with the performance um, but it's certainly it's going to be a game that both clubs need to win I think if both coaches come away with a draw they'd be disappointed it's, it's one that we need to win and it's one that you need to win uh, well, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of games in the in F3 derby. Is there is there any highlight uh, that you can think of? I think uh, a lot of Mariners fans think of Petrovsky in the semi final coming back from two 0 down. What about you? Yeah, that's definitely it for me. You know, even the first year when Matty Thompson scored that speculator and have got the the clincher for us in the last few minutes. But definitely down two 0 in the first leg, which we should never have been down because John Aloisi should have the goal and. The, I thought we were robbed up there, but to come back with Kozniks goal and, and Sash Petrovsky's two goals, what a night it was in the course, I think it was 17,500. That night was absolutely amazing. That's I, was, I, was, I, was, I thought I was going to have a stroke in the sidelines. And you look back at games, like you, don't, you don't get many games like that, you don't get the fairy tale like that, and that, that had everything to qualify for the grand final. And, um, Unfortunately, we could beat for Newcastle on that night, but what a night it was! It wasn't gosh for that night. It was just a great, a great night to be associated with the club. Um, so, Laurie, how are we going to fire this one up? I think that there's uh, there's some good opportunities for us. I'm going to throw it out there that if uh, uh, if you're up for it, we um, the the losing team needs to put up the uh, the opposing team's flag at the office. So it would actually uh, turn my guts to have I'm a Newcastle. I'm up for that, but we don't have a flagpole on the top of the office building, so I'm up for that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find something. Now, I'm sure. Uh, no, we'll come up with something. I might do. I might stand inside the park and tackle somebody going up and down the sideline. I'm, I'm happy to stir up. I'm, you know, it's hard for me to come out and, and have a pot at the old, my old club. You know, it's I want to stir it up and wind it up. I just want fans to be passionate about their team and there's nothing wrongly abusing a couple of players because that's what the game's <laughs> about. It's about personal opinions and, and having a go at people because um, I certainly will. And it, but it's going to be strange. I must admit, Sean, I'm sitting up there on... And I'll be very close to you <laughs> in the chairman's lounge, but it's going to be um, it, it's going to be a strange feeling. I'll be I'll be filled 
full of emotion and passion and um, memories. You know, it'll be tough. It'll be a tough day at the office for me, especially if we compete. You're going to celebrate every single goal, I reckon. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> that could be done. I could do that. I could jump up and down inside for your goals and jump up and down in my seat for ours. <laughs> uh, it's all right, Laurie. When, uh, when we get the win, you can join me. I'll go down with the supporters. I think I've been uh, uh, made to do a shoey after it, so, so you can come and, uh, come and join us in there, mate. We'll, uh, uh, mate you'll, you'll be celebrated from, uh, from all the supporters here, that's for sure. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to a big fan, big fan base coming up something that we'll do when we're coming down and make it a spectacle. I just want football to be the winner, atmosphere, crowd want to come back and engage week in, week after that because people come to a derby game for the first time and go, how good was that? It wasn't Western Sydney or the Cove. It was Jets fans and, and Marmers fans making a great spectacle and that's what I just hope it is. Did you, I don't know if you've organised transport for the weekend, but did you want to lift from your place up on the bus with us? Or <laughs> No, well, I've got the wee flat up here, so I'm, I'm Christine might need a lift up, but um, I'm all right. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm all right. That would be nice, but we, we can swing the bus past your place up there if you want. <laughs> <laughs> that would look brilliant, me walking off the bus. No, 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 I'm really looking forward to it, and any game I look forward to, but this one is just going to be special. All right, thank you for joining us this week, Laurie. I look forward to seeing you up there, mate. Well, I look forward to um, celebrating one way or another at the weekend. <laughs> it should be good fun. Thanks, hey, Laurie. Hey, Laurie, while we got it, mate, did, right. did you want to give a plug for your book? Yeah, I'll be at the book launch. I'll be having a, a signing session at um, Erin Affair on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. So if anybody's about the shops, come in and say hello. Chuck some abuse at me if you want. <laughs> I'll just come in and talk about old memories because there are a few memories in the book. Uh, we'll get down there and that, that should be a good signing session. All right, thanks again, mate. Cheers. Thanks, Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Cheers mate. Mate. Whoa.